Hey Blues fans, glad you made it. Good to see you again. It's time for another episode of This Week in the Blues. It's our weekly take on blues history. I'm your host, Jimbo Big Train Matson, with the blues band Big Train and the Loco Motives. So let's take a look and see what happened this week in blues history. We lost blues and jazz pianist A.B. Boogaloo Ames on February 4th, 2002. Ames was a master of the boogie-woogie piano style, and he taught himself to play the piano by listening to songs on the radio and playing with them. When he was 14, his family moved to Detroit, where he played gigs regularly in the 1940s at local clubs, and eventually led a popular local band there. He also worked as a session player in the Motown studios when Motown was just beginning. Chicago blues bass guitarist Robert Big Mojo Ellum was born February 5, 1928. Although he recorded only one studio album in his long career, Ellum was part of the Chicago blues scene for over four decades. During that time, he variously backed Arthur Big Boy Spires, Lester Davenport, Freddie King, Magic Sam, Junior Wells, Shaky Jake Harris, Jimmy Dawkins, Luther Allison, and Otis Rush, just to name a few. Here's another Mississippi ghost story, although this one is from Chicago. Jerome Green was a percussionist known for playing maracas and helping shape that Bo Diddley sound in the 1950s and early 1960s. Green grew up in Chicago and was a neighbor of Ellis McDaniel, later known as Bo Diddley. Needing to add percussion to boost the sound, but not wanting to have to carry a drum kit between venues, he recruited Green to play maracas that he made out of toilet floats filled with black-eyed peas. Rhythm and blues pianist and singer Floyd Dixon was born February 8, 1929. He's considered to be one of the pioneers of the West Coast blues sound and a major influence and mentor to Ray Charles, B.B. King, and Robert Cray. Dixon's expansive career had him taking on a variety of styles, boogie-woogie, swing, mournful blues, R&B, and gospel. But his strongest suit was jump blues. Blues and jazz guitar pioneer Lonnie Johnson was born February 8th in 1899. Johnson's early guitar recordings are the first to display a single note soloing style with string bending and vibrato. Johnson's influence is obvious in the playing of Django Reinhardt, Team Bowden Walker, and virtually all electric blues guitars. In March 1969, he was hit by a car while walking on a sidewalk in Toronto and never fully recovered. Eleven months later, with the help of a cane, he returned to the stage for one final performance to sing a couple songs with Buddy Guy. Acoustic blues singer-songwriter and guitarist Catfish Keith was born February 9, 1969 in East Chicago, Indiana. He is best known for his work on national resophonic guitars. His 1984 debut solo album, Catfish Blues, was released by Kicking Mule Records. He's released several albums since, including 2020's Blues at Midnight. Twice a Blues Music Award nominee for Best Acoustic Blues Album, he's had 10 number one independent radio chart hit albums. In 2008, Keith was inducted into the Iowa Blues Hall of Fame. Blues singer and multi-instrumentalist R.B. Stidham was born February 9, 1917. Stidham was the sort of singer that thrived in the R&B market after World War II. Although essentially a bluesman, he wasn't a blues purist. His mixture of blues, jazz, and gospel made him popular in the following decades. 
Stidham also made many festival and club appearances nationwide and internationally. He also did occasional blues lectures at Cleveland State University in the 1970s. Blues guitarist and singer Willie Trice was born in Chapel Hill, North Carolina on February 10th in either 1908, 1910, or 1911. And he played the Piedmont blues guitar style. In 1937, Trice recorded two sides with his brother playing guitar on Come On In Here Mama and Let Her Go, God Bless Her. Without any commercial success, Trice did not record again until the 1970s. However, he was well known for playing locally in the 30s and 40s in North Carolina. Blues singer-songwriter and guitarist Oscar TV Slim Willis was born February 10, 1916 in Houston, Texas. His best-selling work was 1957's Flatfoot Sam, which helped propel his recording career through to the date of his death. He was not a full-time musician, as his main source of income was working as a television repairman. And that's where his blues name came from, courtesy of Jewel Records owner Stan Lewis. Well, blues fans, we just covered some of the highlights here. But if you want to know more about these artists or other things that happened this week in the blues, be sure to follow our social media pages or visit our website at BigTrainBlues.com. We'll have a new episode next week. We'll see you then. <laughs>